WXXI in the Little Theater. This is Movies in a Microphone. I'm your host, Scott Pukas. Now, 99% of you listening can't see us right now, but we're decked out in sunglasses, sunscreen, shirts with little sun smiling, and they're wearing sunglasses and sunscreen. It's wild. Now, why are we doing this? Because this is the summer movie edition of the podcast. My guests include photographer and summer movie super fan. That's very alliterative. <laughs> Hard to say. Jackie McGriff. Thanks for being here, Jackie. Thank you for having me. Uh, my next guest is Rochester City newspaper writer and film critic Adam Lubitow. Hello, Adam. Hello. I'm excited to be here talking <laughs> summer movies. Adam, so by the way, you want to give a shout out to your uh, summer movie uh, column in newspaper in, oh, in yeah. city newspaper. You're so good at this. Yes, yeah, so I, I actually forgot to write it down. <laughs> yes, uh, summer uh, guide uh, edition of City. You can see it online, RochesterCityNewspaper.com, and on newsstands for a little while longer. Right? This will be on newsstands. Yeah, I think. Okay. If they aren't, then we'll just go get some copies and we'll put them out there so we're not liars. There you go. I'm, I had to think about our date um, because so warning to the viewer, this is actually the second time that we are recording <laughs> the summer movie preview as the host slash producer slash editor may have had some technical difficulties <laughs> and screwed it up. So... So we're very well rehearsed. Yeah, we got a dress rehearsal, um, so we're yeah. good to go. But so the the first time I recorded it, it was myself along with Jackie and Adam. But we have a new element now. We have intern, super intern, <laughs> Sam Hirschhorn. Wow. Sam Hirschhorn. I mess up your name, Sam. Apologies. Um, Welcome to the podcast. Thank you very much for having me. You, is the uh, title super intern okay, or would you prefer? I, mean, I guess just I have intern. to live up to that now, yeah. right? There's I, so much pressure. I don't know now. what a super intern is. Yeah, don't but... don't mess this up, or by the end you'll just be so, intern. As long as that goes on the evaluation <laughs> at the end, right? <laughs> super intern. It's like no, he was just semi super, <laughs> just a regular, <laughs> Not fully regular super. boring, dusty intern. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're gonna get into this. So, what do you? We're talking about summer films. What do you guys look for? in a summer film. Is this different from any other time of year? Jackie, we're going to start with you. I think I started with you last time, and you said no. <laughs> <laughs> but this time, you may be ready. I don't know. I guess oh, we'll my see. gosh. <laughs> the Phantom podcast. Um, <laughs> it's out there. It is. It is out there somewhere. It's not. It didn't <laughs> even record it. <laughs> um, for, so for summer movies, it differs for me, especially compared to winter, because winter is usually um, motivated by wanting to see all the ones that are Oscar nominated or the ones that I think are going to be Oscar nominated um, and everything with summer. Um, so like you mentioned, like I'm, I'm a photographer, so I like being outside and everything. So summer movies, if I really want to see something, then if, if it's like really the, the plot's awesome, the 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 casting is great. The director's great. Like it has to have like all those elements. It has to be really interesting um, for me to want to see it. Otherwise it's like, okay, I'm just going to wait until it comes out. Cause I'm going to be outside taking pictures. So, um, but yeah, for me, it, it's got, it's got to look good. Otherwise I'm not going to care. That's a good standard to have. It's yeah. like, make, make me want to come to exactly. your air conditioned well, yeah. theater well, in the summer here. I mean, even with like, you know, other parts of the year i mean if there's something i'm semi-interested in most likely i'll be at the little um like watching it because there's usually i mean i think after oscar season that's when i start just visiting the theater more just because i'm just like uh there's this really this is 
sort of interesting movie. I don't know if it's going to be good or not. I mean, that's usually <laughs> like the case with all <laughs> movies. Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, after that, then my motivation is kind of like I just want to see something, uh, see something different. And I know I'm going to get that at the little, of course. So that's a really and I was good not answer. paid to say that. <laughs> she was either. not paid. Yeah, she was not paid at all. <laughs> <laughs> wink, wink. All right, Adam, what do you, what are your takes on on summer movies here? Uh, yeah, I feel like I usually like the the typical thing is you want something like light and fun and you know sort of big because that's like the, the the what you think of when you think of summer movie is that kind of you know blockbuster entertainment. But as Jackie said, it's got to be a a good enough story to convince me not to be out in the sunshine. But I'm also coming at it from a different angle since it's kind of my job. I will be seeing movies anyway. Um, <laughs> And it's also become kind of weird since I feel like summer movie season has become less and less of a thing. Like there's there not there used to be like like Oscar you know award season and summer movie season were separate things, and I feel like there's a lot of bleeding into each other now, mm-hmm. where studios are kind of releasing movies whenever they feel like it. Hence things like uh, Black Panther coming out in February and mm-hmm. being amazing. <laughs> and I feel like that's kind of mixed things up. And I also this year I feel like is interesting since we've already gotten like the biggest movie of the year with with Endgame. Mm-hmm. Like th- so it's kind of like if you, this before summer movie season even happened, you had like this thing that everyone saw and become became like this phenomenon. And now so now that it's actually summer, it's like, well, what else you got? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. it'll be interesting. LaShawn McCoy spoiled Endgame for me. Thanks a lot, oh, LaShawn. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Hope I forgot you get about cut that. From the bills. Yeah, so so Sam, who doesn't know this story, it was during the One Take Film Festival was when Avengers came out. And my job is to be on social media all the time. So I, I tried to block mute every every Avengers word and LaShawn McCoy, who I don't follow on Twitter, but someone who I do follow favorited his tweet with like a huge spoiler and Oh, and if you've seen Avengers Endgame, wh- whatever you think of would be the largest spoiler. Yeah, that's that's what was spoiled oh. for me. <laughs> it's exactly you know exactly what I'm yeah, talking exactly. about. You've seen no, it. Yeah, exactly. I so, apologize for bringing this up. Seriously. <laughs> Triggered. Yeah, it's very it's it's nightmare for me. Uh, yeah, Lashawn McCoy is going to come in and ruin like uh, Pavarotti for me or something. <laughs> like what? Why? Why would you do that, Lashawn? All right, Sam. What do you think of of summer movies? Do you think of like a light, entertaining, like big action movie, or do you think of just is it different from any other type of year? Or movie during the season, or what are your take on this? I mean, you, you sort of brought this up, but I think, you know, the the typical thought of a summer movie is sort of that older blockbuster type, um, you know, big action movie. But I think one of the coolest things about now is, you know, with studios like Netflix releasing stuff mm-hmm. just online or even sending, you know, their movie to theaters as well, is you can kind of pick your experience. I, I mean, I definitely, I definitely love the you know, action blockbuster movies, especially as summer movies. Um, but I think I really do agree with you, Jackie, about the the um, definitely, like, story-driven and, like, especially if I can find a summer movie that's, like, really well edited mm-hmm. and just sort of makes me think a little bit because, you know, it's really fun to see anything in the summer, in my opinion, because, like, summer is a great time to go sp- – watch a movie because you just I, I find most people just have more time I know I have more time but um yeah I kind of like seeing a mix of things 
if I'm at a theater, it's already a success. Like I, I don't go enough for someone who loves movies as much as I do. So anytime I can go any season, but especially over the summer, it's like, yes. So challenge, challenge accepted to get you to come yes, to the little. Exactly. And by the way, any Netflix talk we automatically bleep out. So, <laughs> so when you listen to this, it'll just be long, like bleeping. It's, yeah, it's the all first right. thing I said, no one hears. You're like, why? What is he talking about? So are, are there any movies that you guys are looking forward to most of the summer? I'll, I'll start with you here, Sam. Okay. Yeah, I mean, um, one of the, th- the first movies that comes to mind is movie Midsummer, which oh. was by... Um, the same. I know. Is that was that the one you had? Um. So the last time. So the the, the Phantom <laughs> podcast. Okay. So Sorry. I mentioned this movie, and then Adam was like, "You stole this from me." Um. And now, now, now like, Sam stole it from both of you. Payback, uh, sweet revenge. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, sorry, you continue. Oh, you know. <laughs> well, then we had mentioned, too, how Jackie hasn't seen Hereditary, and it's like an ongoing joke. She's like, I know I, I'm going to see it sometime. Shut up about it. <laughs> and it just gets funnier. That's funny, because that was my next point, is that I saw Hereditary, <laughs> and that's what makes me excited. That's what makes me excited about it. Is, um, it's by the same... Yeah, but I also really like that studio, A24. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. They make really good movies, and... Um, yeah, Midsummer is definitely one that I'm excited for. Yeah, and A24 does have a nice podcast too. So I think all of us are available to talk on it. Usually they'll they'll speak with a, a director. Um, so I, I would interview a director if you want me to interview Ari or anyone, any of the A24 cast. And, and they've got a bunch could... of good stuff coming out this summer. Mm-hmm. There's like at least three yeah. of their movies on my list. Let's hear some of them. Let's, oh, we'll uh, go right um, into it. One of them is uh, The Farewell. Oh, um, yes. Okay. Uh, starring Aquafina, oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah, as a Chinese American woman who goes with her family back to China, uh, because they're the matriarch of the family. Her grandmother is uh, ill and and is going to die, but they haven't told her that she's she's ill, and so they kind of they make the excuse of they're staging a wedding is a reason like the family has come together to see her. And that's that's kind of the, the, it goes from there. And I've heard amazing things. It was at Sundance, and people raved about it. And actually, I think Aquafina uh, was on their most recent podcast talking about the farewell too. So, so after you listen to this podcast, if you need another podcast recommendation, that would be a good one. <laughs> uh, yeah, the farewell, which uh, which is I feel fairly confident saying it'll come to the little. I don't know when because they don't have a date for it. Yeah, yet, but I think we would see that one. Uh, what else do you have for us, Adam? Um, I'm also excited about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, the new Quentin Tarantino film uh, with Leonardo DiCaprio. Uh, it's set in Hollywood of 1969. Um, he's kind of a washed-up Western actor. Uh, Brad Pitt p- plays his stuntman, and it's sort of them dealing with the sort of end of innocence in Hollywood and the country, because that was the year of like the Manson murders, and uh, Sharon Tate uh, is a character in the movie played by Margot Robbie. And at some point, somehow they, that connects. And I haven't read much about the plot itself, but I, it's Quentin Tarantino, so I'm excited about what he's up to. Yeah, I heard there was it was something where you don't necessarily want to... There's some things you don't want to know. Yeah. So I've been trying to avoid uh, reading much on that. Um, and the good thing that we get to do a redo on the podcast, I did not plan this on purpose, but uh, so we are getting... Uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood at nice. the Little. And not only are we getting it, uh, I 
we are getting it in 35 millimeter, which I believe will be the only theater in town screening it, all the screenings in 35 millimeter, which is super neat. That's the format that he filmed it in. Um, I will note that Quentin Tarantino, so he filmed this last movie, Hateful Eight, in 70 millimeter. So they screened it in 70 millimeter. This one he did not. So if anyone who would ask, like, wait, are you getting this in 70 millimeter? 70 millimeter, which the little wouldn't have capability to show, unfortunately. Uh, but he did do it in 35 millimeter. We'll be showing that, which is, I, as a film nerd, I'm just geeking yeah, out about. Cool. I think that'll kind of just add another layer to it. And, and to be able to see the movie how the director intended it to is is always good, too. So uh, do you have any more on your list? Uh, I mean, I have a million. I can go as long as you want me to. <laughs> oh, oh, we'll shift over to Jackie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, so let's see. I don't know if this is A24. I think it's IFC. So the night, the Nightingale. Yeah, that's um, IFC. Yeah, okay. So that one, the, just to sum it up real quick, is uh, it's basically a revenge movie. Um, several things have happened to the main character, to her and her family. Um, and she's just like setting off on this course to find like the people who did it and, and all this stuff. And, and, and it's the only actor I can think of in that is Sam Claflin. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the trailer, it looks like he's a villain or he's an antagonist. It, it, it doesn't look like he's a good guy, at least <laughs> from what I take in the trailer. But it looks very interesting. Um, and it covers all these topics. It's, it's about assault. It's about misogyny, all these different things. Um, and that's like something I was like, OK, there's a twist on like or it's like at least going to bring up some important topics so that's another thing that kind of grabbed my attention yeah, and it's from uh jennifer kent the director of the babadook which i was that's a right. huge fan of there's another so. horror movie yeah. <laughs> that i have yet to watch um i will watch hereditary at some point um <laughs> and then i can hope you don't at this point <laughs> so we can keep joking about it <laughs> um let's see another one was um the Kitchen, um, starring, and oh my gosh, I did this the last time. Like, I totally blanked, and I know I could see them. <laughs> Melissa McCarthy, um, it's Elizabeth Moss, and oh my gosh, the comedian whose name I can never. Tiffany Haddish. Thank you. Why can't I remember her I'm going to edit this so it I looks like you just see... rattled all the names off. No hesitation. <laughs> I'm not that good of an editor. Oh my gosh. <laughs> no, but it looks, it looks amazing. They're all playing serious roles, which... I mean, we know Melissa McCarthy can do that. We know. I mean, yeah. we know. I mean, yeah. oh my gosh, Elizabeth Moss, Handmaid's Tale. That's another conversation. Um, like, <laughs> but it's it it looks really good. Um, looks like different roles for all of them. Um, and I'm really excited about it. Um, they're playing so mob bosses' wives. Um, and so something happens to their husbands and they are taking control over it and the trailer just looks awesome. Um, so that's one I'm looking forward to. Um, and which I believe if I may step in here for a yeah. second, the kitchen is in Adam's preview. So yes. again, mm-hmm. shout out, read that. And like, I didn't get a chance to read it for a lot last podcast and I already feel more educated. This <laughs> <Good. I'm> is <glad laughs> really, I just, I, I purposely did that. So I would look smarter. <laughs> I purposely wasted your guys time. <laughs> Um, and another one. <laughs> Go ahead. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. I was just going to keep going. Um, <laughs> uh, and The Dead Don't Die. That yes. I'm really, yeah. really excited yeah. about. Uh, so The Dead Don't Die opens Friday, June 14th at the Little. Uh, now, I know Adam got a chance to see it as a 
I, I also watched it. Can you yes. give us a quick uh, review? I know your review is not out yet, but a quick little preview, a little taste of what you thought of it. Um, I enjoyed it. I was I left feeling sadder than I was expecting to. It's uh, Jim Jarmusch um, kind of giving his take on the the zombie movie, mm. um, and it's got an amazing cast: uh, Bill Murray, Adam Driver, Chloe Sevigny. Tilda Swinton. M- Tilda Swinton and a million other people. Iggy like, Pop. Just, Iggy Pop. <laughs> Tom Waits, Selena Gomez. Carol Kane. Yeah, just an endless <laughs> amount. And a zombie movie, so yeah, it's fun. It is. Uh, but yeah, I think my take was on, um, and I told Adam this after the screening, so there's a, there's a really good Wu-Tang joke in there. That's but it's, true. it's uh, Roz is in there, and he, he has a line where he's like, appreciate the details. And it just kind of stuck with me. Was, I think my favorite part of the movie was that there was a bunch of like little hidden jokes like within either the dialogue or just in the background, like this Wu-Tang joke, which you'll, you'll see it in there. It's kind of real subtle. Not super subtle, but you'll you'll notice it. Um, and I just really appreciated like the small things. Um, and it was it was a fun movie. It gets really goofy and meta. It gets very meta. It starts off kind of yeah, meta, and then it gets really really meta. Um, so it's just kind of a fun goofy movie. I have a feeling some people won't appreciate the ending. I would say. I mean, but. I I feel like if you're going into a zombie movie, there are only like a couple different options for how those usually play out. Yeah. But yeah, it was interesting watching Patterson because that was his last movie, yeah. and then in comparison to this, and I just mm-hmm. such different, you know, outlooks. And both movies, I feel like, were about like appreciating the details. Yeah, and one was sort of optimistic and happy, and one is not so much. <laughs> and one, one Patterson's more, more understated, and and this is just kind of wild and and goofy and features zombies uh but it's fun like he it is very satirical look at, at the genre like although it does get it does get in some zombie grossness if that if that's what you're craving some of the walking dead fans and if you're really looking for nothing some too extreme though. yeah yeah i would definitely recommend again playing at the little showtimes right up the little.org uh and adam's review you can look for too and, and city yeah. newspaper coming soon anything else jackie that you're really you're itching to see I mean, nothing that's coming to the little, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> I mean, unless you're getting the Lion King. Um, <laughs> like, yeah, that one. Um, I, I'm i kind of going back and forth between Spider-Man Far From Home. Mm. Just because, I, I don't know. I, ever since seeing, and I don't mean to do this to them, but... Ever since seeing like Spider Man into the Spider Verse, I'm just like, yeah. I I'm like, uh, I'm kind of from, I'm kind of underwhelmed by everything. Because Spider Man into the Spider Verse is amazing. It's yeah. amazing. <laughs> Any so, Spider Man after that has a lot to live right, up to. Right, exactly. And so, plus they spoiled a bunch of people like before Endgame because that trailer had come out and there was this obviously huge thing that happens in Endgame and. So the trailer for Far From Home kind of spoiled that for I just some saw people. a commercial for that. I think it was during the NBA Finals. They yeah. had a commercial that had the spoiler. And yeah. I'm like, and I'm just like, you guys, yeah. think. I mean, <laughs> like, the, the marketing with Marvel has, has been great. And then all of a sudden this happens. And I'm like, oh, guys, come on. So <laughs> I feel like they're just under the assumption that everyone that's going to has seen it already. Because... I don't even know how much money that movie made, so they're like assuming that. I think like a billion dollars, yeah. more oh, than yeah. a billion. Just a gross yeah. amount of money. Yeah. 
Yeah, a lot. I, I like Tom Holland's Spider-Man. Though, oh yeah, I like, absolutely. Um, I, I like the Homecoming was was a fun film. Yeah, so I, I'm looking forward to this, and mm-hmm. I, I feel there's some surprises in this one too. Mm-hmm. So even the trailer kind of had gave me something. I don't think this is a spoiler. Going for something from the trailer, but they have Mysterio, who seems to be a good guy, who is of course a bad guy in the comics and yeah. the cartoon. I'm guessing maybe he doesn't is not a good guy throughout, but at least in the trailer it makes it seem like he's on Spider-Man's side, which I, I was intrigued by. Which is of course Jake Gyllenhaal, one of our listeners of the podcast. <laughs> Hi, Jake. <laughs> oh no, you're laughing. <laughs> he does listen. Uh, so a few other ones that are coming to the little. I'll just jump in because we just bleeped out all that Marvel stuff anyway. So, <laughs> so I'll just come in. So the Dead Don't Die opens Friday, June 14th. Um, our one take for the for the month is actually very intriguing. I don't know if it's really a summer film, but it's it's playing at the little right before the summer. Uh, so June eighteenth and twenty second, it's called Be Natural: The Untold Story of Alice Guy Blaché. Um, so she was cinema's first woman director, um, and she actually has amazing. She like did some groundbreaking films, and of course it's called The Untold Story because a lot of people have not heard of her. I hadn't. I. You know, I study film. I know a lot of stuff about movies, and I hadn't heard of her. Um, and her work is incredible. So this is uh, a movie that we're really looking forward to. So again, June 18th and 22nd. After the June 18th one, uh, we will be Skyping with the director, too, which is always fun. Uh, June 28th, Pavarotti, a documentary about Pavarotti from Ron Howard, uh, who did a Beatles doc a few years ago that was yeah. Yeah, fairly popular. Um, we'll be screening that as a classical 91.5 presents as two, which will that'll be Saturday, June 29th. Um, so we'll have music, some additional stuff, probably a panel. Um, we have David Crosby, Remember My Name, sometime in July. And a couple of ones with, that don't have a date, uh, including Lucy in the Sky. Uh, which is Natalie Portman. And then we mentioned Quentin Tarantino, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, mm-hmm. 35 millimeter. So it'll be a fun summer. Um, actually, I'll, I'll jump in and, and mention a few other series, unless you guys have a, another film that you're looking forward to that we missed. Oh, I actually have one more. Uh, oh, Sam, you ruined it. No, I'm, kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Go ahead. Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Oh, I was gonna oh that's a good pick. Okay, yeah. that's a good pick. <laughs> yeah. Which is, I think, also in an Adam's yeah. column. Yeah. yeah. I was a huge fan of those books. And so mm-hmm. I'm excited to see how they adapt those into a film yeah S- stories that scarred me for life <laughs> and now they can scar a whole new generation with a movie uh well i think one thing too that i had mentioned on our in the lost and the lost podcast uh one thing that i like especially working at a art house independent and foreign language one is uh a lot of times one of my favorite summer movies will surprise me like it won't be something that i would mention on this podcast or something i'm looking forward to it's something that will just come out and all of a sudden, I'll be like, wow, that was one of my favorite movies of the year. Um, it would happen with uh, Hunt for the Wilder People a few years ago. Uh, me, me and Earl and the Dying Girl when that came out. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I, I'm hoping there's a movie that is under our radar, radar right now that maybe we don't even mention that ends up being one of the best of the summer. So yeah. it could happen. Um, a few things we have going on at the Little. So we ha- do have a, a few summer series including the Summer of Music and Art. So last year, uh, when Theater One was closed, we had the Summer of Music, and we played a lot of uh, concert films, uh, music documentaries, uh, stuff of that nature. So this year, we added an art element, too. Uh, So ones that we've already screened, Purple Rain, which has become a a little tradition, which is always one of a fun screening and a great crowd. Uh, We screened Tommy, which is based on the Who, uh, their rock opera Tommy. 
coming up, we have some interesting ones too. So we have uh, we actually have which which is screening tonight um, as we're recording this. So when you listen to this, you will have missed it. I'm sorry, <laughs> um, but it's Rolling Thunder Review, which is the Bob Dylan story from Martin Scorsese, which is kind of a a wild. Maybe I don't know how truthful it is. It kind of like skirts the truth a little, but it's a really fun um, half mix of um, how their marketing puts it: uh, concert film, documentary, and fever dream. I'm like, oh, fever dream. I'm sold on that. Uh, a few other things we have: uh, Pink Floyd, The Wall, Woodstock, director's cut. So no matter if the next Woodstock actually happens, you can watch <laughs> this movie. Uh, we have Water Lilies of Monet. Uh, which is about Monet, the magic of water and light. Uh, Song Remains the Same, Led Zeppelin. Avert Brothers May It Last, which was one of our one-take uh, films, which I, uh, I Avert Brothers are always one, I'm like, oh, I appreciate them, but I'm not a huge, I'm not a super fan, and I really enjoyed this movie a lot. Um, and the director actually has some ties to this area, Rochester, too, which is awesome. And he listens to the podcast, which is even more awesome. Uh, we also have Five Seasons, The Gardens of... Uh, Piet Odolf, uh, Dave Chappelle's Block Party, and then Watt Stacks um, the next day, which actually Dave Chappelle's Block Party is based on Watt Stacks. So it's kind of a nice uh, double feature. And then we have Fiddling, which is about fiddlers. Um, and one thing that I really adore that we're doing is we're having uh, music videos from local artists uh, play before some of these screenings, which is uh, a really cool way to, to feature a lot of our really talented uh, musicians. Uh, and you can check that out at the little.org if anyone's interested. I could tell you guys, obviously, you can't see us, but these faces, they're riveted <laughs> by, by, by the music coming up. Uh, so we'll, we'll move on a little. Do you guys have an all time favorite summer film? I'm pretending like the, it's a surprise question, but they yeah. <laughs> answered it before. Uh, Jackie, we'll start with you. Oh, man, starting with me again. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, so I do not have a favorite summer, I guess, like, movie because, like, it's, like, either either I really don't or I just I, – it's, like, picking your favorite kid or something because, like, I've had many. But one that sticks out in my mind as far as, like, an experience um, was when the movie The Losers came out, and I believe it's based on – a DC Vertigo um, comic, uh, and um, it was like just like one of those movies where it was just like a like a light fun blockbuster, but you could also tell that the actors were having a lot of fun with it too. Um, it was Zoe Zeldana, it's Chris Evans, um, it's Idris Elba. Um, there's a couple other people in there, and I can't remember their. I can't remember their names, but I just remember like just having so much fun with it and like being with friends. And it's like, uh, you know, it was back in college and I had to stay for a summer uh, to take a few courses. And it was just me and my friends. We were enjoying this movie, just having tons of fun. Again, like another light uh, blockbuster, but I had fun with it. And yeah, that's an amazing cast. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you haven't seen it, definitely like go find it and check it out it's 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 just a fun movie fun action movie which yeah. is the ideal summer thing you want fun yeah. you want action yeah. that's a good answer adam favorite summer movie uh, i'm gonna pick two um i'm gonna go with the rocketeer because that is a one of my favorite movies and b i vividly remember going to see that in the summer 
and it just being like everything I wanted. It was action, pulpy. I, I'm a soft spot for pulp movies, yeah. um, and the director uh, Joe Johnston uh, just speaks to me, which is why uh, Captain America: The First Avenger is also one of my favorite Marvel movies because it also has that throwback pulpiness. Um, but the other one is Jurassic Park, um, mostly because I just remember like the the marketing and the anticipation for that movie just it was everywhere and i remember being so excited because i was the age when i was obsessed with dinosaurs and also the age when i was paying attention to what toys were coming out and i remember like toy aisles were filled with jurassic park merchandise and i just remember being like so pumped for the release of that movie do you grow out of the obsession of dinosaurs i mean dinosaurs are cool I'm, oh no i am totally <laughs> totally still obsessed not. with dinosaurs <laughs> why would you be why wouldn't you be obsessed with dinosaurs exactly dinosaurs pro dinosaur on the <laughs> <podcast>. <laughs> And of course, as I mentioned last time, if you guys are getting deja vu, not not you guys listeners, as in you guys, <laughs> Adam and Jackie, uh, we will be playing the Jurassic Park theme right now. It's going to be playing throughout as Adam talks about it and then Excellent. and then fade out. It's probably, it might be fading out now. I don't know. We'll see if, it, if it's like slowly fading out. I, I By the way, I love the Rocketeer too. I think for me, there's a certain nostalgia of that. And I know, again, you guys can't see us, but Adam's actually wearing a, a rocket pack right now, a jet pack in Rocketeer style. Yeah, he always, it's how he gets around town it, it's a little it's a little wild i would have kept my helmet on if i could but <laughs> you had to you know access to the microphone it's hard hard for audio all right sam favorite summer movie yes um my favorite summer movie is also my favorite movie and that movie is inception <gasps> what? oh i get to add the inception dun, 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 right there too oh i have yes. a story about that too <laughs> well i want to hear your story oh my gosh no are you finished i've had my story for for nine years i want to hear your story <laughs> it's like a it's, it's like a 10 seconds yeah old. um fine. so i was with i was with a friend at the time it's after the movie we're just sitting there in awe because it's christopher nolan it's inception it's Oh, my God. There are these two elderly ladies who were sitting behind us the entire time, like, talking to each other because they have no idea what's happening or, like, going on in the movie. So at the end, like, my my friend and I are just, like, going insane over this movie. And then the two ladies behind us are like, excuse me. So then, we, like, we turn around and they're like, did you get anything from that movie we're like yeah yeah we totally understood it and then one of them goes did you write it <laughs> like i wish i had <laughs> but yeah that's like did one of those it? yes did you write it i was just like oh my gosh these poor ladies don't they have those no ladies actually happens. do listen to the podcast yeah. so we could we'll, we'll have another episode where we explain inception <laughs> they've been waiting all this time <laughs> like finally oh, like man. is she actually the writer of the i don't yes. know it's a legitimate yes, question Jackie wrote that she's friends with Hans Zimmer. That is hilarious. Oh my gosh. Okay, so the reason why that's my favorite movie is the same thing. It also blew me away the first time I I saw it. But interestingly enough, after seeing that movie, I forget how old I was, but I just realized like that, you know, making movies and making videos or just making that kind of stuff was something that was really interesting to me because I had been doing it kind of just for fun with you know, my friends, with my sister, but after seeing that movie, it just kind of changed my whole perspective on like what was possible and sort of like the the way that the story was told and the way that like it sort of like brought you in to yourself. That's what I feel like that whenever I watch that movie, because I've seen it, I don't know, like 19 times, whenever I watch that movie, 
like obviously I'm thinking about the story, but I'm also thinking about the way I'm I'm watching it and the way you're understanding it, and um, just like I love I love the, all this stuff with like the dreams and the subconscious because I'm also I also study psychology. Hmm. In addition to film, I'm I'm in college. If <laughs> I'm sure some of my friends are listening to this, but um, and they also the second this question was asked, they knew exactly what I was gonna say. Um, but you know this this movie, I think it really changed like my future in terms of the way I see the world, not just the way I want to make movies. Which is a filmmaker. That's so cool. Do you know what movie did that for me? Oh, I want to know. The weirdest, like just movie random. Is it hereditary? No. (laughs) (laughs) The movie I haven't seen yet. Um, No. Holes. Of oh, all okay. movies. Was that who was that with? Was that with Shia, Shia LaBeouf? Yeah, before you know, he's not famous anymore. Um, <laughs> just wait, uh, like he just challenged years. Tom Cruise to a fight. <laughs> Do you? No, no, wait. Was that was Justin Bieber? I was gonna say. Yeah, oh yeah, Justin that's right. Bieber, yeah. <laughs> wait, Justin. <laughs> what? <laughs> or maybe just we'll everyone is challenging Tom Cruise to a fight. Yeah, it was Justin Bieber. Oh I got them confused for a second. Now go I, ahead. Now I want to see Shia LaBeouf in a Justin Bieber biopic. Oh my Do it. I mean, that actually would be amazing. Do it anyway. Okay, wait. Sorry, I want to hear. Um, Why holes is your favorite? I, I well, not even my favorite. It was just like that was you. the yeah. It was the movie where I was just like, I don't know. I think I was listening to the commentary like with the actors and stuff, and um, like just realizing Jackie, like that's that's an option. And I think that wow. combined with the sub story in there where it's talking about kissing Kate Barlow, like I want a full kissing Kate Barlow movie like I just (laughs) want that and so um like it's just this beautiful story in the midst of this other story and I was like I think that's the first time I think I looked up character like actors in the movie using IMDB um like I don't know that movie for me I don't know I think yeah I think it's just a combination of like listening to the commentary and like seeing this whole sub story um that was i mean the whole movie's interesting but i think the whole that movie the whole movie oh my god um the Good whole job, movie Scott. thank you wow and it took me <laughs> took me a second um it's after work it's after work uh <laughs> it's like i was a little bit slow with that one um but um it was a bad joke yeah I'm, it's, but it's 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 fine scott um I, I don't know i don't know who looks more silly now or sounds more silly um, it's always me it's always <laughs> but yeah uh that was the movie i think that changed everything it like started looking up people on imdb and looking up directors and then trying to follow their their filmography and everything like act- or directors that i had enjoyed so like it was i think it was starting to go back and like watch other things um like uh one of my favorite movies out there is gladiator and so mm-hmm. i really started going after like Ridley Scott's movies and then started looking up other people's movies. And I, yeah, that's what started it all for me, I think. But holes. Yeah. It's just like, <laughs> that to me is always like a random answer because I'm like, I think it should be something like, I don't know, like citizen gate or something, but it's no, it's, it's holes. <laughs> but it's, awesome. you don't know what will spark that yeah. imagination, yeah. that that's curiosity true. in yeah. you, which is good for me. Actually, I think that my movie is also my favorite movie, which is the matrix. Oh, and I'm going to tie this in here. Are you guys ready for this? So again, I got to tell you, so our last podcast, <laughs> I had the perfect tie, and of course it didn't work. So we were talking about I don't somehow Wild Wild West came up, which wasn't mm-hmm. relevant to anything. So I have no idea. I was gonna I was trying to steer this conversation toward it, but I don't know I don't know how. Um, and I was like, oh well, fun fact: Will Smith um, was actually offered the role of Neo in The Matrix 
but did not do it because he was doing Wild Wild West. That was a poor decision, Will Smith. Um, but of course, we get another glorious Keanu Reeves uh, moment, and this is the year of Keanu Reeves too. So it really it's a is. good it's a good time to be mentioning the Matrix. Um, but anyway, so I mentioned I mentioned that, which of course ties into. Uh, the Matrix, which came out in 1999, which was 20 years ago. I recently read this book uh, by Brian Rafferty, uh, which is an awesome book uh, called Best Movie Year Ever, How 1999 Blew Up the Big Screen. Um, and it inspired me to revisit some of these movies because a lot of a lot of my favorites came out 20 years ago. Um, and they weren't sequels. They weren't superhero movies. They were original uh, films, very innovative films that maybe wouldn't get made today. Um, and a lot of them didn't even do that great at the box office. Um, like Fight Club did not do well at the box office at all. Shame. Office Space didn't. Um, but through DVDs and rentals became mm-hmm. hits, cult hits, beloved movies. So at The Little, we're doing a film series, Party Like It's 1999, and we're revisiting some of these movies, uh, starting with Being John Malkovich, Monday, July 8th, 6.30, um, all these movies are $5, too, so if you're like, huh, I don't know, I don't know if I want to watch this, $5 to see these classics on the big screen, uh, either again or for the first time. Uh, and July 22nd, uh, we are showing The Matrix, which, again, is my favorite film. I was underage, but did manage to sneak into the theater. I remember uh, I was with uh, my nanny and papa and my twin brother, um, and, they, um, and my nanny and papa went and saw... Um, Life is Beautiful, I believe. And we went to see The Matrix, which is a movie that I've been looking forward to. I'm like, that looks so cool. And I was kind of into that as a kid, like you're really into. I didn't know what was going on. And it just blew my mind, like with the just the the coolness of it. Like the plot is neat. It's a cool sci-fi concept. The action was revolutionary. Um, And I actually have not seen it on the big screen since. So I'm very excited for this. Um, So we'll be... uh, naming uh, new uh, films in this series throughout the year. Uh, We'll be doing a 1999 podcast, too. Do not worry, listener. Uh, The only other one that we have booked right now is August 5th, 6.30, a movie called Fight Club, um, which we've all made the joke that you can't talk about Fight Club, but please talk about it and tell everyone you know that it's playing at the little. Uh, We'll try to teach you how to make soap and it'll it'll be fun it'll be a, it'll be a whole thing um so my tie-in there wasn't as good as the last time but i did get i had to give a shout out to that um and all that information is at the little.org um anything else you guys want to mention about summer movies i kind of took over my love for 1999 there um uh, anything else that we missed that we should talk about summer movies I'm getting blank stares they're hungry i'm keeping them past <laughs> the time when it's time to eat dinner All right. Well, thank you to my guests, Adam, Jackie, Sam. You guys rock. I appreciate you doing this again for some of you doing it for the first time, Sam. Uh, As always, Movies in in a Microphone. I can't even talk anymore. Uh, (laughs) Movies in a Microphone brought to you by WXXI and the Little Theater. Remember, it's always a good time to take a little break.